Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, August 1st, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in the San Francisco Bay Area, a.k.a. the pure one at Tim Gettys. It's been a while since I've heard that one. It has I like been. that it's expanding. The Bay Area now, not just SF. I'll take it. Well, you know what? I feel like that's included in there. And you know, was it yeah. just me covering a fuck up? No, no, no never. never. Are you kidding me? Come on, yeah. Bill. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing so fantastic, Greg. It's great to be back here with you. I haven't seen you in at least 10 hours, it I feels know, right? like. You and I went on a little vacation down to Nashville, Tennessee. I'm sure we're going to talk all about that on the Kind of Funny podcast later. But I just want to say. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. You can get it. You can get it live. It was the best weekend I've had in, in a very, very long time, Greg. So thank you for, for being a part of that. Tim, thank you for being a part of that. Coming to Nashville, going to SummerSlam with me, hanging out backstage, meeting The Undertaker, having mm-hmm. a great time. Mm-hmm. We had we lived. We Barrett, did. we lived, Barrett. So, it sounds really fun. Sounds like a fun weekend. You had fun here, though, Barrett? What did you do here? Who would you meet this weekend? Huh? Uh, no one. My wife was out oh. of town, so I did nothing. Now, d- now Congrats. obviously... <laughs> Obviously, you love your wife. Man, this isn't like we're not doing like a weird, like, you know, Where sitcom is this going? children thing. Where is this going? But did you enjoy the weekend alone? Like, was it nice to just, I'm sure, veg out, play games, hang out with Lulu? Um, it is one of those weird things where it's like, I, I just don't know what to do with my sure. life, you yeah, know? You and, and it's yeah. like, it's a typical, because she goes to bed early, usually mm-hmm. anyway, because she is a teacher, right? So there is like a good chunk of the night where I'm like, all right, I can just kind of do whatever. But then when I have that in a long, like kind of weekend kind of version of that, and there's too much to consume, I'm like, I'm. A, it's a paralysis almost of like, I don't yeah. know what to do anymore. Sure. I know you I have, have to take Lulu out. Those are the, the, those are the staples of like, yeah. we're yeah. gonna go on long hikes and that's gonna be fun. But then what do I do in between when she's like tired? And you know, it's just me, and and then I just sit there alone with my, with my thoughts. And then f- at, at eight at night, I'm like, you know what? I'll start the bear, and then I watch the bear in one sitting. Thank wow. you, to, w- thank you to you, Greg. You you recommended that show to everybody. Put it on um, the map, everybody. You put it on the map, and yeah, they. It's one of those things where yeah. a lot of other people talked about it. But mm. they don't know how to review things. They don't know how to promote things. They don't have an audience. They just ride the coattails of other bunch people. of losers. So exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry that old Pete over, you know, Pete in the garage over there. He says the bear good, or you know, <laughs> Nick over there, some Pete moron says the bear good. <laughs> <laughs> some moron named Nick thinks it's all right. Yeah. When Greg Miller comes down with 15 years of reviewing experience, you go, oh, that is something I'm do, gonna do, pay do, do you think, to. Uh, I feel like Greg at nail being from the Midwest, not the specific uh, part of the Midwest it represents, but being from the Midwest, uh, kind of like capturing the the life of like just like the the working man and just being depressed, sure. living in the Midwest just trying to get by do you feel like it nailed the vibe i feel like oh yeah for sure it, it definitely nails the vibe <laughs> living in chicago like that yeah 100 yeah. also shout out to you to you being in in summer this weekend thank you awesome. thank you 
God. defining moment of my life and career this weekend, but no big deal. We'll talk about that on uh, uh, Patreon this afternoon for the Kind of Funny podcast that you can get tomorrow on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. This is the video game show, and mm-hmm. right before we went live, the old IGN first popped out with Gotham Knights. Now, I, of course, getting the show together, doing my emails, getting everything ready over here. I didn't have a chance to dive into it. Barrett, you did. Everyone knows you are the Batman fan here for the Arkham games and everything mm, else. Of course, mm. everybody should go check out Arkham and Review when you went through and you, you did all the Arkham reviews and stuff like that. But my question here is you and I have talked at length about this because, you know, I'm quite the Batman fan as well. Concern, is this just going to be a seven? Yada, yada, yada. What are you thinking after this IGN first that you got to see this? So this is the first 16 minutes of gameplay. This is kind of like after all the intro stuff. Uh, they they uh, mainly focus on uh, a Batgirl here. There's like a little intro where it's like the four of them kind of standing around and kind of talking about like, all right, well, like what do we have to do? Batman's dead. Uh, here's <laughs> the thing. Batman is dead, Smiley. Batman Post. is dead. Uh, and so it's them kind of picking up the, the kind of clues that he left behind behind uh, before he passed away and them just trying to like figure out like what he was up to uh before he died right and sure. so yeah you can uh, pick uh, whoever you want at the beginning uh the player i assume was simon cardi because he i think he did the vo for this uh picked batgirl uh to showcase and so the gameplay is really bad then is what you're saying you're getting ahead of that no 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 no, no. Cardi's and, involved and so with like it. It cardi's kind of... involved with it guy can even play predator right okay okay all right <laughs> Uh, the intro here feels like very, like almost, uh, it harkens back to, to Arkham in a lot of ways. Just, yeah. Like, it, I mean, it looks like she's cre- doing detective vision there, right? Yeah. Where like like very creepy vibes. Um, and, uh, yeah, like uh, bringing up detective vision, even like, uh, she's investigating the death of Kirk Langstrom, uh, wink, wink, uh, nod, nod there, Greggy. Right. And so, you know, she goes up to the, the desk here and she's looking for, you know, uh, how to get into this, uh, secret, like, uh, the gray ghost. Uh, yeah, a little gray ghost, uh, stuff here. And then, you know, she's like kind of fi- finding out like, oh, this Kirk Langstrom kind of a crazy scientist, you know, a little yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge there. Uh, and then you get, you get some, some rioting going on. Uh, you know, beating up some fools, and they definitely uh, they actually kind of showcase like what is going to be different um, when it comes to combat. The combat uh, with uh, uh, differentiating itself from the the Arkham games, and uh, yeah, it's interesting, right, Greg? Of like uh, in Batman, right? It's like uh, punch is square. I think like to stun is triangle. Um, and triangle then, is a, uh, your reversal or whatever. You're oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, to <laughs> counter and then your circle. I think circle was to like stun and stuff like that. Whereas here it's like uh, you tap square for regular melee, you hold square for heavy attacks, and then gotcha. triangle is dedicated for um, what was it? They just actually showed it off here. Um, like well, you know, yeah, I, I, I can go listen to Simon Card if I want. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Is, are you excited, Barrett? Is this good? Does it look good? It looks I. Good. This is the most optimistic I've been about the game okay. so far. Okay, um, good, good, good. You know, when they first showed off the gameplay reveal with uh, Batgirl and Robin in the dome that we still live in today, um, uh, you know, it was it was like definitely like, okay, this looks cool, this looks promising, definitely looks like an early build, uh, all this stuff, right? And then, you know, they showed off Nightwing and Red Hood, I think, earlier this year, and that was like a, hmm, these characters are a little, little different. We'll see how that uh, kind of translates into the game itself. Um, but showing off more of Batgirl, which they've been kind of upfront of like, hey, she's going to be the most similar to Batman. Um, yeah. Just seeing more of her, I'm like, yeah, I could see myself like really enjoying this game if I'm just playing as her and maybe Robin, right? Okay, um, okay. And I think what they have here for the first 16 minutes of gameplay, I think is like a kind of strong, like solid opening of like, hey, it's different. It's, it's 
what we want to build, and uh, I think the presentation is uh, really cool. And but the thing is, right? This is a linear single play or like a linear kind of story mission, right? We're yeah, not in the yeah. open world yet. Open world we'll see how all this combat translates once you get into like uh, like XP and upgrading and enemy yep. types. Even at the like the end here, uh, we get like a heavy enemy, and it, like in this linear uh, story campaign, right? It seems kind of pretty like uh, simple enough of like, oh, you, you know, you just have to like um, hold down for a heavy attack to kind of like stun him and then. And like sure. uh, pound on him for a little bit, but like how much does that amp up into like him uh, this type of enemy being like quote unquote bullet spongy and stuff like that? Uh, yep. We'll, yep. we'll see. Like once you get like later into the game and you know you're upgrading things and assumably uh, your uh, enemies are also getting upgraded and stuff like that throughout the game. So we'll see. Okay. I'm 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 optimistic, Greg. I'm optimistic. Well, that's IGN first. You can head over to IGN.com to see more of that. But right now, let's talk about PlayStation speaking up about Xbox and Call of Duty. A new Pokemon Presents happening this week and so much more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, you can write in to be part of the show. You could be a Patreon producer. You could get the show ad-free. You could get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday i have it on good authority that today's post show is going to be one you don't want to miss it is another shit list it's the 10 best wrestling video games of all time i'm very excited to delve into that with the one and only tim gettys of course if you have no bucks to toss our way it's no big deal there are plenty of free ways to support us number one of course you could be using the epic creator code kind of funny on the epic game store or fortnite or fall guys or rocket league wherever you can enter the epic creator code on any platform if you put in kind of funny it benefits us and costs you nothing else and that's a great thing to do of course you can watch us record this show live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games just like gregory max is pj julian is and crush lemons are if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday housekeeping for you it is august 1st which means there is a brand new patreon platinum item revealed it's up on twitter.com slash kind of funny vids right now you of course can always go to kind of funny.com slash platinum to keep up on whatever the new platinum item is uh today it is one created by phil j woodward it is a brand new thing greg's voice memos to andy have been adapted into a 20 page booklet designed and concepted by at phil j woodward head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny or patreon.com slash kind of funny games to get yours now at the platinum level what he's done right is gone through the first year of my twitter voice messages to andy and adapted them into stories with hand-drawn art 20 page 20 plus pages of the diary of a madman greg miller middle of the night hey andy messages illustrated it's amazing greg it is so this looks amazing it looks so much better than it has any right to yeah. and also you are a madman i love that it's greg's first year of twitter voice messages oh, flag, oh yeah exactly ah philip killed it everyone check it out Kind of recorded a very special one just for you, the person who gets that. Uh, It will be transcribed on the back from what I understand. So there you go. It's a personal one just to you. Uh, There's also a new Kind of Funny X cast up. It went up, of course, on Saturday. Uh, The last Saturday posting 
of the X-Cast. No, no, no. Tim didn't cancel the X-Cast. We're just moving it, ladies and gentlemen. The X-Cast is now recording on Tuesday afternoons, posting Wednesday mornings. That's right. The X-Cast is a weekday show, and you should be excited. However, the new episode is up. The boys talk about whether or not the console wars are finally over because of the one, the only, the big daddy, Phil Spencer coming out and talking about his love for PlayStation and God of War. Uh, that's up right now on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games and on podcast services around the globe. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Fargo Brady, Guy VN, the Saboteur. Today we're brought to you by Me Undies and Chime, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin your week with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Let's talk about it. PlayStation versus Xbox though in the battlefield is Call of Duty. Uh, Sony says Microsoft's ownership of the Call of Duty uh, could influence console buyers in the future. This is Jeffrey Rousseau over at gamesindustry.biz. A new report reveals that Sony believes that Microsoft's purchase of Activision Blizzard may influence future console purchases. As reported by VGC, the platform holder responded to questions about the acquisition from the Brazilian government alongside other gaming and tech firms. Quote, Call of Duty is synonymous with first-person shooter games and essentially defines that category, it says to regulators. Sony noted in the questionnaire that it's unlikely that a competitor can rival Call of Duty due to the development resources it uses. Approximately 1,200 people work on each version, and another 1,500 people are involved in publishing and distribution, it explained. Thus, Call of Duty alone has more developers than most game companies employ across its entire development portfolio, including AAA Studios. Sony added that for the past decade, Call of Duty is overwhelmingly the best-selling game. Quote, Call of Duty is so popular that it influences a user's choice of consoles, and its community of loyal users is entrenched enough that even with a competitor, even if a competitor had the budget to develop a similar product, it would not be able to rival that, Sony explained. Tim, we're getting in, of course, to these old regulatory things and what's mm-hmm. going on here where people sound off and say their whole business. What was your read this morning as you went through and saw this one pop up and you see Sony actually talking a little bit about this and going into it? I mean, look, Alvin, it's not like anything here is a surprise or inaccurate in any way, shape, or form. Like, Call of Duty is on a different level. It's in a completely different league when it comes to the resources that go into it compared to other video games, um, even compared to some of the highest-profile uh, first part titles right because call of duty is multi-platform or at least has been for for as long as it's been around so because of that i feel like looking at this nothing here is surprising i sure. do think that we're about to get into this era of we had the acquisition era that i don't think is over yet we're still in it but we're about to hit the the next phase of that phase two of the acquisitions which is a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo headlines coming out twitter exploding with takes uh on just not even reading what was actually said just the headline and sure. then rinse and repeat right uh because looking at this it's interesting where it's like cool brazilian government uh was the one that kind of prompted this did sony go to them or did they go to sony right no 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 so what this is of course andy robinson has the original report he found it on v it's on vgc and that's pulled up of course from a reset era thread right he writes there sony believes all right that's according to the company's official response to questions from the brazilian from brazil's regulatory body so just like we always talk about here how many layers there are to this kind of deal this is the same thing in Brazil, where they reach out to competitors and also partners to be like, what 
is the what what is the takeaway from this if this was to happen where would this go uh andy continues along with other companies such as ubisoft amazon and google sony's responses to several questions about the proposed acquisitions have been published by the brazilian government so again what i find interesting about this and why it's making rounds it isn't the sky is falling ah crazy headline it's just getting an official response from playstation about this and it's Mm -hmm. not even them saying hey kill this deal like it doesn't it's not them being like this is the end all be all it is very much them going into these you know a, a 2019 study about this and where they come off of that and then the details we already have right of like how, trying to explain to a government body how big of a deal this is and how big call of duty is to it and even andy's article goes on to talk about the fact of like uh in his first response to microsoft's proposed acquisition of uh, activision blizzard published in january sony said it expects call of duty games to remain multi-platform due to quote unquote contractual agreements uh, microsoft's head of gaming also sub- subsequent subsequently confirmed his intention to keep call of duty on playstation platforms once microsoft's acquisition of activision blizzard is complete which is where it's like okay that's all great news right and we all knew that but then of course remember however it was later claimed by activision blizzard is it was later claimed activision blizzard is contractually committed to releasing only the next three call of duty games on playstation consoles including this year's modern warfare 2 so it's like this whole thing back and forth of just like Hey, Brazil, <laughs> or any government agency that will ever listen to this, right? We are saying what this is what's up with it. This is where we're at, and this is how we feel about it. But they need to get that out there as you know, you do this. But I really don't think there's a way to stop this deal. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so either. And I, I think that we are so early, and there's so many different things that can happen in the world, let alone the gaming industry, that I don't know what it's going to look like in three years. At the end of the day, Xbox is going to do whatever makes them the most money and whatever makes them the strongest video game brand. And if that means making Call of Duty exclusive, they're going to do that. And if that means making it multi-platform, they're going to do that uh, after the three years are up uh, once they get through all of their uh, prior arrangements. You know what sure. I mean? So with that, it's like, I, I don't know what this is going to look like. Is it going to be, is Call of Duty going to dramatically change uh, in five years from where it is now? Probably, I think in more ways than one. I imagine that there is a higher chance than ever that it'll stop being annualized uh, once Microsoft actually gets it. What does that mean in terms of making it exclusive or multi-plat or whatever? We'll have to wait and see. I think it's just way too early and there's way too many uh, things up in the air to be able to, even make an educated guess but i do think that sony responding the way they do here is just them being real and honest there's nothing being said here that i think is them kind of being shady to like make themselves benefit more than uh that is accurate right like this is yes people would potentially choose xbox over playstation if it was exclusive there that's the whole point of this right so of course totally makes sense yeah and i think you know you to your point of what does it look like in the future right the main thing to take away the i i believe that yes they will keep it uh multi-platform and again is it just these three games is it going to be into the ever uh, ever long future who knows what's going on with that i would think you would because as usual right the power of xbox is going to be saying it's day and date free on xbox xbox mm-hmm. game pass if you have xbox game pass you have call of duty if you have xbox game pass you have xcloud and you can stream call of duty from your phone with your con- computer adaption uh, 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 computer controller adapter right if you wanted to and it'll be the idea that you know again let's say it is just the three games let's say they slow down and it's not annualized let's you know we're now pushing into five years like you just said what does five years later look like i always go back to what the internet's going to look like in five years and what 5g 6g whatever the hell it's going to look like in five years what x cloud and latency and streaming technology is going to look like in five years and again 
we're talking about exactly what Xbox is betting on for the future. And if mm-hmm. the future is, hey, the biggest game every year, Call of Duty, you can get now for $1 alongside hundreds of other titles and play it on any device, anywhere, on your TV, app, on your Xbox, whatever. Like, that is enticing, obviously, to bring over a large portion of the PlayStation audience, you would assume, who want to play that game and be ready to play it anywhere. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, the reality is that so far with similar things, Starfield is not doing that, even though it is just as easy to say, oh, day and date on Game Pass, you can buy it on PlayStation, but it's day and date in Game Pass. I do think the difference is multiplayer games. I do think the difference is community-focused things and something. uh, Call of Duty is its own beast at this point, and people know that. Everyone knows that. Sony, Microsoft, they get it. So I don't think we can predict it. That's that's where I'm at now. No, you're right. We can't. We need to see where we're at. But I think that there's good evidence both ways that – Call of Duty might be an outlier that stays multi-platform forever, more akin to a Minecraft as opposed to Starfield and things like that because of the type of game it is. Yeah, well, I think that's the biggest thing, right? Where I think a Starfield is a niche game, right? It is a smaller game. It's still going to be huge. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm not taking a shot or anything. But it is that that is a feather in your cap and a way to move those hardcore RPG players that are looking for that Bethesda experience and really drive home that, you know, Xbox is the home of Bethesda, period. We know how dedicated that audience is, and we know that that audience is playing a gajillion games, and we want them to be playing a gajillion games that are all on their Xbox or using Xbox Game Pass. And maybe you didn't get, you know, you've never looked at your Xbox, but you want to, or you never looked at buying an Xbox. Now you do, or now you get into the ecosystem or whatever, whatever, whatever. Whereas Call of Duty, I think, is just so big and such a juggernaut. And it's like, you know, that you can't convert every Call of Duty sale to an Xbox sale. So do you really cut off your nose to spite your face on that? Totally. Or do you just publish it on PlayStation as well? So you're like, cool, those players are paying us 70 bucks and we're getting that game from it, But and that, which is also then offsetting costs in a way of what we're getting on Game Pass. But then to your point, does the game look dramatically different? Well, it's already got microtransactions in it, but what does that look like in the future when you're getting the game for basically free? And then how are you doing DLC? Like, there's so many millions of interesting threads and ways this will evolve and change and grow, let alone then the whole cloud stuff and everything else. Let alone Warzone. Right, right. Uh, like half of Call of Duty. I mean, I, I'd be interested actually at this point in terms of monetary gain from them of what is more valuable, Warzone or their annualized games that are getting $70 a pop every time they put them out. Because regardless, it is a fair chunk of that change is going to Warzone and that's free to play. So you're not getting that benefit if you uh, put it on PlayStation. You, But you are getting the benefit of those people you know uh doing all the monetary stuff the microtransactions or whatever i think when we were taking off to go to nashville did you see that uh the t800 and the t1000 are coming to warzone today yeah dun, 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 dun. Greg, we were watching uh we were watching terminator 2 tonight what's going on that hit a frequency <laughs> i've been seeing terminator in review for a long time oh yeah yeah one day we'll do it did we not we, yeah, did. we did. We did. Okay. Well, we did. We only did the the ones that were canonical to the last one where they killed. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go watch it. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Have you bent? Are you bending it all on uh, the before trilogy in review? Where are we at with that? Do I have you yet? Oh, it's uh working on that one. Yeah. I wind and dined you all week long mm-hmm. in Nashville mm-hmm. trying to get you to number two on the rope <laughs> report. We're getting a Pokemon Presents live stream this week. We are reading straight from Pokemon on the Twitter who says, attention trainers. 
Tune in to our YouTube channel on Wednesday, August 3rd at 6 a.m. Oof, sorry, 10 Pacific for a Pokemon Presents video presentation with updates on Pokemon apps and video games, including Pokemon Scarlet Violet. For a little bit more context, we go to the one, the only, the Joe Scrabbles from IGN.com, who writes, the last Pokemon Presents showcase came in February and saw the announcement of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, as well as news for Pokemon Legends Arceus, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, Pokemon Go, and more. Since then, we've learned a lot more about the next mainline Pokemon games. From its November 18th release date, the new Legendaries, its brand new four-player co-op multiplayer, and the fact that Undertale creator Toby Fox is composing music for the game. Timothy Robert mm -hmm. Geddes. Second best baby blues in San Francisco. You, of course, are a polka maniac. Where are you at with this? Where are you excited for this? Because sometimes you come into these things like, oh, it won't be that great. And then it's amazing. And it's crazy. It's, it's yeah. Outrageous. And, well, it's yeah, and that's true. There was just that one time that that happened with uh, Pokemon Snap uh, being announced. But don't forget about Pokemon, Pokemon Snap. Sleep. Being, uh, and, well, we were there for Pokemon Sleep, Greg. Never I know forget. we were pokemon presentation that was oh i wasn't saying together. you missed it i was saying that these sometimes they happen and you're like oh what is it gonna be you know yeah 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 so with the, uh, this this has a purpose this is showing off uh scarlet and violet so it's like i i don't think that there's anybody that's having like ridiculous expectations of crazy reveals or anything this is more akin to a state of play focusing on a specific game you know sure. so we're just going to kind of get a bigger breakdown of, of what we're about to be playing in november so that's all really cool they're talking about the apps and stuff maybe we actually do get an update on sleep like been no a long joke. time like, yeah been waiting has. for it so I, I think things like that are, are definitely going to be here um i don't expect any any like anything that's gonna like really make me go oh you know nothing's you, know, you don't think you're gonna go oh, oh, oh you i don't know this? i don't know i mean because like there are very few things that would would do that to me at this point with where we're sure. at pokemon they just release things so so quickly and we have this the biggest gen 9 thing that we can possibly get so uh i'm excited i'm excited to see what they have for that game uh like i've said a million times at this point like i'm a little pokemon out with uh how quickly we went from you know sword and shield that we had a bit of a break but then there was the dlc and then there for the first time ever in a pokemon game then there was the the remakes of gen 4 that i didn't really love then we had legends arceus now we have this it's just there is a there's a lot of these pokemans you know yeah um but this is the one to really look at this is the one that kind of seems like it's taking a lot of those ideas and putting it all together the the more open style that started in sword and shield was really fleshed out in arceus now kind of seems they're taking that back to a mainline Pokemon game. That is definitely exciting. But uh, and Toby Fox making music, can't wait to hear that. That sounds like it's going to be fantastic. So are you excited enough or interested enough that you're going to wake up at 5.30, 5.50, 5 5.55 to do this 6 a.m. reacts on Twitch.tv? Kind of Here's my thing. Honestly, no. I don't think that there's going to be anything worth waking up and reacting to for this that I can't yeah. just like later just check out. However, if literally anybody at Kind of Funny was like, hey, I'm down to do it, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm in. Like, I am excited for this. I do want to watch this. Um, I'd rather this not is watch where we it. manifest blessing to hop into this call and just be like, hey, Tim, I'm down to do this. I mean, that's on him. That's on him. I'm going to circle for blessing, everybody. Yeah, we, Raj's in the chat says he'll run Blessed. the show. But yeah, Blessed. I need, I want Blessed. one, I need an on cam Blessed. guy or Blessed. else Blessed. it ain't going to happen. I'll be Pokemon sleeping. Damn. Yeah. Well, you, have it. <laughs> you hate to see it. Pokemon dead. Blessing retired. Jesus. You know what I mean? Well, it's not dead. It's fine. It'll be you know, no. people like you. It's fine. I'm still looking forward to this one. Yeah, November 18th. You know, it's it's coming. That's gonna be wow, soon. That was a good selling point on it, Timmy. Right? Yeah. 
I mean, again, I, I, are you? You. Are you Sorry. Go for it. Go. No, go you go, it. please. I think you're going to ask a question that's more interesting than me asking well, I mean, why you, you got old and hate Pokemon. Are you Pokemon out? No, not at all. Okay. Like, but remember, I did the thing where I started Arceus late because of reviews. And by the mm-hmm. time I started it, and I was like, I enjoyed this. People were like, then this one got announced. And I was like, oh, well, I'd much rather be in a modern setting. So I'm going to hang out. Smart. And I'm going to do it there. Smart. Blessing Eddie Oye Jr. The nation turns its lonely eyes to you. You have been summoned, and I appreciate you always being on call. Are you going to wake up at 5.50 to react to a 6 a.m. Pokemon Direct with Tim and Roger on Wednesday? Yes. Yes, I will. <laughs> yeah, uh, baby! <laughs> me and you, Tim, you know, let's do this. Hey, my Pokemon sleeps turned into a Pokemon. Let's go! Let's I'm here with go. you, Bless, dude. I can't wait. We were going to do it the whole time. 6 a.m. Wednesday. I'll see all y'all motherfuckers there. Gotta catch them all! <laughs> Don't act like he, he hates Pokemon, guys. He hates it now, all right? I'm the new Pokemaniac when I get this. I'll be I'll have a team of Porygons. Nobody will be able to stop me. I'll put it on the calendar. We're doing it. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. While you do that, I will I will go on to sad news, everybody. Number three on the rope report is a sad one. Sony is retiring accolades, a PlayStation 5 launch feature. This is Adele's, I'm sorry, Adele Anchors range at <laughs> IGN.com. Before we go any further, though, can we please have a moment of silence for accolades? Tim, it's rude to type during the I moment know. of silence. You can hear the clackety clacks. I went, I went extra hard. <laughs> now, in the chat, in the chat, OMG says, what the fuck are accolades? <laughs> Let me explain this feature knowing you. Sony will be retiring PlayStation 5's accolades feature later this year as players have not used the awards-based system as much as the company anticipated when it was unveiled at launch. As reported by the 6th Access, uh, Sony announced in a statement that they would be pulling the plug on Accolades feature in the coming months because uptake has been low amongst PS5 users. Quote, in fall of 2022, the Accolades feature on PlayStation 5 will no longer be supported, the statement read. The feature hasn't seen the level of usage we anticipated, so we are refocusing our efforts. We encourage the community to continue to send positive messages to one another, period, end quote. Accolades were initially introduced to foster a more positive gaming experience and bring the community together by encouraging players to send one of three accolades, helpful, welcoming, or good sport, to a fellow gamer based on their performance in an online multiplayer match. Good players sport, can then old see- chap. Hey, you were very helpful and welcoming today. Oh, I can only pick one? Sorry, you were a good sport. Uh, players could then see how many accolades they had racked up by looking at their PSN profiles. Look, ah! I I like when PlayStation and Nintendo and Xbox try to do something new. That's how trophies were or achievements were born, right? This sure. I get the idea, but my problem is, especially when there's a new console, it's kind of just like a shotgun. Let's just throw a bunch of shit out there and see what happens. It's like, no, 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 no. You need to commit, y'all. You need to make this worthwhile, y'all. Where's PlayStation Home, Greg? Let's make it good. Hey, Those man, digital they did, trophies you know, they're they, talking about. PlayStation Home limped on a long time. So mm-hmm. let's not act like, you know, let's not turn around. That's my thing about this is that I I put it in the, the you know, we have, of course, a, a Slack for PS I Love You. And I, I think it's time to go already through the PlayStation 5 bullet points they tried to launch this thing with and talk about them. Whether it is the haptic triggers, which, of course, we do love. I love bone arrow tension. You know what I mean? If it's accolades, it. if it's game help, if it's the litany of other things they've added in there, just the new create button, how revolutionary that was supposed to be. Like, what was the marketing bullshit just to put on the box to have something new? And when you saw this, when you saw accolades, you were like, 
come on. Like, I, I get it. I'm right there with you, Tim, of like, you got to swing the bat. You can't rest on your laurels. You can't. Do, but it's like, I really feel like anybody who uses the PlayStation 4 a lot and plays games a lot, when this got pitched in a boardroom, could have been like, no, there are better uses of our times for things. And, and like, it's literally that, like, the cartoon that uh, the meme that goes around of the guy eventually getting thrown out the window by his boss of like, did, did the guy who got tossed out the window when they got to him on the thing, did he say, maybe we should have folders for games? And they were like, get the fuck out of here. Like, there's so many, like, PlayStation 4, if you remember, Tim, mm -hmm. it launched. And it was so much about the games and the gamers and developers making their games. And it's a gaming machine. And it was a stripped back approach to marketing and game system. It had a message that was very clear. It, was, it had a great through line for it. I really feel like they could have used that thinking here of just like, listen, nobody's going to give a shit about accolades. Game help is only going to really be supported when we force developers to do it. So that's going to be a hit or miss thing of what we're doing. Maybe we double down on trying to explain trophies and make them matter to people. They, you know, they've announced the PlayStation Rewards program coming back, and what that is. I'd rather have seen that at launch. That would have been more fun and yeah. exciting for something there. Like, there's different ways of building a community, and this was clearly such a afterthought, surface level. Like, I I don't understand how. With all the data, PlayStation and Xbox and everybody else has. This isn't about every... I'm not saying PlayStation, only people get this wrong. But PlayStation, in this instance, how much data they must have. And I always think about us, Tim, of trying to get somebody in a tweet just to click a link. Yeah. And how fucking nigh impossible that is. And I understand, because everybody's busy and a million things going on, yada, yada. Think about like the hoops you're making someone jump through to be like, I am playing Fall Guys and I am having a good time. And inside Fall Guys, there's all the stuff I can do in the game. But then on top of that, you want me to PlayStation button out, find the, find my recently played players, click on that person, then click on accolades. Then like we're talking about just the yeah. the trees to get to any of this stuff that is just like such fat on the plate that you just did not need on the steak. Yeah, oh, that is so true. I mean, like there are certain features like the the game help or specifically like the the, the trophy videos that'll play or like trying yeah. to help you assist getting a trophy. And every once in a while, I'm like, you know what? Like, I yeah, I want to use this right now. And even that stuff, even when it's there, I feel is just enough steps uh, out of my gaming experience and like not well presented enough that I'm like, oh, this just isn't worth it. Like I'm just I'm just not going to do this. And I'm going to just, I would rather pull up my phone and go to YouTube and look yep. for what I'm trying to do. And like, uh, again, I want to support them trying new things and, and pushing ideas forward because I do think that was a good idea. But good ideas need to be implemented at least okay for them to be able to grow and get better. If you launch them and they're just kind of like, oh, this is this is a bad implementation of this. If it's bad, people are going to have a bad taste in their mouth. They're not going to want to use it. And then it's just going to die. And things like accolades, I feel like should have died before they even got to that step. Because yeah. it's like this, it just doesn't seem like it was a really necessary. Like, I don't even think the people that would want to use this really would want to use this. <laughs> that makes sense. I think a nice PSN message probably goes further than saying, guess what? You were welcoming. Here yeah. You go. Good sport. <laughs> cool. This badge, give me anything? They get a discount on the PlayStation store? <laughs> they give me a trophy? No, no. See, and, that, and that's the thing. And, and I don't want to go too long on this, but I was talking about P PlayStation Home earlier, Greg. Like, Bless and I, when we covered the story about the, the PlayStation rewards 
system that they yeah. they announced it's like we're talking about all right cool a lot of the stuff here seems silly and stupid all this stuff is silly and stupid when we start talking about like the trophy side of things but like silly and stupid is part of why we play these games and if you treat the silly and stupid thing like it matters then it matters to us and then we all mm -hmm. think it matters and then it just enhances the gaming experience so if they brought back a version to playstation home and in these rewards you're getting these trophies that are digital things or posters or whatever that go up in your playstation home that could be cool and if these accolades were tied into that and you're incentivized to be nice to people and to go out and like actually form community-based relationships and you get like rewards to put back in your digital home or whatever it's like at least that is for an audience and there could be a worthwhile endeavor there of people being more invested in the games they're playing with all of this it just kind of feels like a bunch of features that are not really fleshed out that are all existing next to each other at, instead of with each other hey gaming has this it's idea that it's toxic we'd like to not be toxic um, all right, well, if we put out there, we have this thing called accolades where you can only reward good behavior. It looks like we're making a fight for it. All right, cool. No one uses it. Delete it. Why are we doing it? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to give us accolades? Please. I the best them. way to do that is on patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can go to get every episode of kind of funny games daily ps i love you the x cast games cast ad free you can watch the other shows early as we record them in an exclusive window and be a trog and you give that post show we do each and every weekday of course though what i'm talking about right now when i talk about patreon.com slash kind of funny games is that you could go there to get the show ad free but since you're not there here's a word from our sponsors no one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two days more to save, pay bills, and generally feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank and a member's FDIC early access to direct deposit funds depends on the payer. Have you heard about the legendary underwear brand that's taken the podcast world by storm? Famous for their buttery soft undies and bralettes, MeUndies loves podcasts just as much as you do. It's like they're made for you and you're made for them. You're made for each other. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you know I love my MeUndies because they're the most comfortable underwear I've ever had and because they have great patterns. As the king of Halloween, my candy corn pair never fails to make me smile. Everyone knows MeUndies for their super soft undies and comfy bralettes, but did you know they also make other stuff? We're talking about durable, cushy socks that will make your feet sing. They even make hoodies for your dog so you can match every important person in your life. Available in sizes XS to 4XL and tons of colors and prints. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. Any first-time purchasers can get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Thank you to our friends, Daft Punk, for giving us that backing track for those ads. It's very good. Uh, number four on the rope report, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Disrespect reveals the first gameplay demo for his FPS, Dead Drop. Or is it D-Drop? Do-Drop. D drop, uh, you know, because it's dead drop shoved together. But I guess it's D drop, or is it supposed to be? I don't know. Uh, it's this is Andy dead Robinson. drop, <laughs> huh? It's you think it's dead drop? Yes. It's like you think it's dead drop? drop? <laughs> Maybe it's dead drop. <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
Andy Robinson of VGC has a story. Barrett was playing some gameplay there. Go back to it, Barrett. Sorry. Midnight Society, the developer founded by the streamer Guy, Dis- Dr. Disrespect Beam, uh, has debuted his first look at his first-person shooter, Dead Drop. D-Drop. Drop. Uh, on Friday, the studio officially named the PvP multiplayer tile, which plans to incorporate NFTs, and debuted a first playable snapshot of the game, which is available to download for approved users on its website. The playable snapshot is part of Midnight Society's plan to include its community in the development of the game. The developer has also said it intends to forge a partnership with a select list of mega influencers and then work closely with them to launch their dream gaming title. Uh, Midnight Society's three leads consist of Beam himself, uh, studio head Robert Bowling, and creative director uh, Quinn uh, Del Hoyo. Uh, Tim, we're watching it here. We talked about a competitor for Call of Duty. Is this it? I, I doubt that this is the competitor for Call of Duty. Um, yeah, probably okay. not. But Tim, it's got NFTs. Does Call of Duty have NFTs? I mean, Look, at man, this point, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the, who the fuck knows. I, th- here's the thing. Like, I feel like a lot of what they've been talking about from the, the Midnight Society stuff, like, in theory, is cool. On paper, is cool when they're talking about the snapshots of the game and how they're developing the game. In reality, that's not how games are made. And in reality, this is a disaster. And it's like, we know that because we've seen how games are made. We've talked about how games are made for so long that, like, yeah, like, this type of paradigm shift is not possible from just influencers kind of deciding they're going to make a game and teaming up with people again teaming up with people that uh have storied histories in game development i'm not like taking away from them but to do something like this you need a lot of resources and i just don't think that that they're there and that's i think where the nft stuff comes in and you know chances are that's going to be a disaster i feel like i would bet a hundred percent this is not going to work but if they're tripling down on it and they're like, yeah, that is the entire way we are building this. It's like, all right, this is uh, going to probably at the end of the day, just be evidence of it not working, but go for it. The other sub uh, undercurrent to this story is the internet really tearing it apart. If you're an audio listener and watching, it's basically a firing range. You run around and shoot. And again, this is obviously a demo. This is just a slice, yada, 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 but it also just doesn't look that great, which You'd expect from a game in development, you, uh, for a, a game like pre-alpha, and yada, yada, yada. The problem comes is that Dr. Disrespect had been on the record with a tweet in June. I'm looking over here at comicbook.com where he said, I can take a screenshot right now, dot, dot, dot. Blows out anything from Call of Duty engine. Just wait until next month. So he was making promises that this was going to be like m- blow your mind when you look at it. And it, it, it does not blow your mind. It does not. At the current stage, it is. And I'm not saying it'll never get there. I'm not saying whatever. Again, like you said, Tim, there's a talented team working on this. And there's a whole bunch of people trying really hard. We're not shitting on the game to shit on the game. I just don't think it lives up to the billing Dr. Disrespect was giving it before it got here. And I think that's the the biggest problem that they're going to face until the NFTs absolutely fuck them. That'll be their bigger problem. But I think <laughs> until like, they realize that that's hard to do, and if not impossible in the current state. Yeah, sure. Exactly. But uh, the, the biggest problem they have going for them is what I think is the coolest idea. And again, idea, not something they should have went forward with and done. But these I, the vertical slices that they're going to be putting out. What was it every six weeks or something? That is the plan for them to like keep people updated on the game and show off different elements. Like that is a cool idea, but again, it's unfeasible. And especially with all of the crunch talk that we've had the last couple of years and how the industry has shifted away from that, where like, thank God people are looking at that. Like this is bad. We need to fix this. And when people don't fix it, they get torn the fuck down by everybody. Like that's awesome. But here we are with this. It's like, this is counterproductive to it. 
But in a lot of ways, every decision they're making here is counterproductive to what the people I'm talking about are saying, right? Yeah. Uh, but even what they're doing of we're going to put this stuff out, it is early, it, it, we're just getting you involved in the whole process, that is counter to him saying, oh, this blows Call of Duty out of the water. Check it out next month when you see your first vertical slice, your first of potentially hundreds. Like, ah, that's just not good. But at the same time, what's he going to say? Yeah, of course. But I mean, and he's also a character, right? So it's like he's, yeah. he, he's playing the persona and doing these things and yada, yada, yada. Uh, more, I didn't have the context you were talking about with uh, every six weeks things. I'm now going to read a little bit from PCGamer.com where uh, Jody McGregor writes. Well, the headline is pretty great. Dr. Disrespect's game is called Dead Drop. Watch some early gameplay footage. It's only gotten an assault rifle so far, which is nobody's favorite first-person weapon type. Um, <laughs> but going on here a vertical extraction shooter dead drop will be about collecting gear and resources as you fight your way up the tower trying to survive so that you can extract with whatever you've looted uh then you use that fun to fund your next trip it sounds like escape from tarkov with a cyberpunk makeover dead drop raised fund raised funding by selling 50 dollars founder access passes that give players access to six weekly snapshot builds from the early stages of its development the first of these, called Snapshot CL1859, is out now. Founders can download it to explore the hideout and test the assault rifle across the three shooting ranges. It is, of course, incredibly early in the game development process, so most of what you can see in the videos uploaded by players is likely to change. Uh, games don't normally get shown publicly this early on, and Dead Drop is a perfect example of why. There's barely anything to see and nothing to get excited about unless you're one of the more easily impressed streamers who have jumped on the bandwagon. So, something to keep your eye on. My question really becomes. I don't know. This is me. This is me being negative for sure, but also just from a history of seeing games in this idea. Hey, I'm getting involved. I've been doing these things. Yeah, I'm going to make a game. We're going to do this thing. Do you think this ever gets fully released? I guess now if they're selling founder passes, there's legality that they have to release something someday that you have to get whatever it is. But like this, yeah. this strikes me as a game that would just be like, what you it goes quiet and you never hear an end of but mm, i guess I, I the founder so. pass maybe uh, you have yeah to I, I i think that this happens and i think that the the only reason it wouldn't is if the nft stuff explodes sooner than i expect it to on yeah. them uh but i yeah i definitely think that they're they're gonna make this happen and there are enough names involved in this and there's enough resources going into it and i mean even just looking at this like this that alone seems more complete than a lot of games that we hear about and see. So like, I think we'll get something. Do I think it's going to be a Call of Duty competitor? Absolutely not. Do I think it has that's the potential? Like the, I mean, that's fucking insane to say. I know. Yeah, I'm going to exactly. compete with one of the best games of all time or one of the most successful franchises of all time. Like, all right, I mean, good luck to you. And I'm sure yeah. everybody hopes that when they start. But. Totally. But like, could it find a an audience? I, I think so, especially with the audience that they are speaking to, the audience that is still there with Dr. Disrespect, watching them every day, right? Sure, like, again, sure. it's not us. Like, we, there is a side of the gaming industry, a big side that includes most of us here that are all going to be like, no, we're not doing that. We're not supporting it. But there are a lot of other people out there with different perspectives. And there, as long as there is a popularity, as long as there's people talking about this shit, there's an audience that is going to buy and want to play it or watch it. There's so many different things. If they're making it, they can find ways to monetize the game even if people aren't playing the game. Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, number five on the Roper Report, PlayStation announces Evo 2022 live show and teases exciting reveals this week. This is Tom Ivan over at VGC. Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced a new live show. It will be running alongside this week's Evolution Championship Series. 
Evo for short. Evo 2022, which marks the show's 20th anniversary, is being held in Las Vegas from August 5th through the 7th. It features the return of competitions uh, with players facing off in Street Fighter V Championship Edition, uh, Guilty Gear Strive, and more. Uh, while the comp competitions will be streamed live via Evo's Twitch channel, Sony will also be holding its own live show from the event. Tilted PlayStation Tournaments, Evo Lounge, it will be hosted by players and commentators, and it will be viewable on PlayStation's YouTube and Twitch channels. In a PlayStation blog post, uh, SIE Senior Director of Esports and Competitive Gaming said, the show will include news from a number of companies who games are, whose games are at Evo 2022. Quote, the Evo Lounge will feature top-shelf curated show coverage, bracket updates, interviews with players, and exciting content reveals from developers and publishers, such as Arc System Works, Warner Brothers Games, Capcom, SNK, and Bandai Namco Entertainment, as well as all the latest uh, from the scene with pro players and casters, he said. Tim, that's a great fucking idea. Oh, fantastic idea. This is, you know, PlayStation... Uh, buying Evo was already a great idea, right? Like doubling down, investing in all this stuff. But it is exciting because at Evo, there there usually is in the last couple of years a big announcement or two, whether it's like fun characters coming to a game or brand new game announcements. Warner Brothers Games is there. That's the one that stands out, dude. What does that mean? Like you know, you Mortal and I. Combat. I can only speak for myself. Like I'm not. I'm not. I, I. I. I am not a fighting game guy. But so I'm not even up to. Is it so for Warner Brothers Games? Could the reveal be a new? Mortal Kombat, a new Injustice, or anything is just DLC, or what? I mean, like... DC versus Marvel, that rumor game from, like, seven months ago. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, when Ed Boone was talking about that and putting on shit? Can you, can you fucking imagine? I mean, I Oh, can. yeah, chat saying Multiverses is going to be there. Uh, yes, that is true, too. But, I mean, I, I... We're overdue for another Realm announcement. We're going to get a new game, not just DLC or anything. Sure, they, sure, sure. They've done that. We've passed all that stuff. So, it's like, we're going to get either the next Mortal Kombat or a crossover superhero game, and I think that it is least likely of all the likely options to be Marvel versus DC. Uh, but I don't think that that's impossible. I actually think that there is, and I've said this for a while now, and I, I don't know why, but my gut says, I wouldn't be surprised if Marvel Games partnered with NetherRealm for a just Marvel fighting game. Sure. Like this, that's more in the Mortal Kombat style, uh, like an Injustice style, than it is the more traditional, what we think of with Marvel versus Capcom or Street Fighter or versus whatever, those games, the more Capcom-y fighting games, right? Yeah, I guess, um, yeah. I, I think that uh, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite messed things up so bad that I'm not sure we're going to get another of those anytime soon. Um, I mean, the biggest news for me would be if MVC2 remastered in any way, shape, or form gets to come back and finally gets freed. Um, Are they going to take again, us for a ride, Tim? They might take us for a ride. I don't think – I'm not in the fighting game community like this, so I don't know like if there's been talk of that, but like – to me, a the Nether Realms project and the return of MVC2 would be the most hyped things. And I think that both are fairly likely to be announced at this event. Because if not here, where? Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, it depends. I ooh. yeah, it makes sense, I guess. For fighting games, right? Like, I mean, like, it, it, it's weird we don't have a Mortal Kombat or uh, Injustice announced right now, right? Like you're saying mm -hmm. they're overdue. Yeah, they are definitely overdue. And I but feel like the most likely is just the next Mortal Kombat. Would you pop for that? Would you be excited for that? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, NetherRealm have won me over. If they put out single-player campaign for these fighting games, I'm going to play it. I don't care what the IP is. Like, their shit is so damn good. So, yeah, I'd be super in it. I would be least excited about Mortal Kombat because I think that the last one they did, especially with the DLC, was just 
so damn fun doing the multiverse time, time travel stuff with the yeah, different yeah, errors yeah. of Mortal Kombat. Like that was so, so good. But uh, I had a great time with Injustice 2. So if they had announced an Injustice 3, I feel like, again, that would be another thing that I'd be least interested. I'd be least interested in just another sequel. I'd be most interested in adding Marvel. I'm a Marvel guy. That's no surprise, right? Yeah. Um, or even if it were to go back, like a M- Mortal Kombat versus DC 2 could be kind of fun. That'd be insane. <laughs> remember what? And also remember how insane it is that I I reviewed the Mortal Kombat yeah. versus DC for IGN. What the fuck, man? That just shows you we didn't know what the fuck we we're on doing. A, on a likes similar, DC, I guess. On Go a similar it. but unrelated note, I was the one who made this injustice to the movie all cutscenes for IGN back in the day. And it has seven point six million views, which might be the most viewed thing I've ever made. I mean, dude, can you that, bring those kind of views? to kind of funny. Uh, yeah. If we do, you know, fighting game uh, cutscene videos exclusive reveal stuff okay. i mean right. uh, we we bring this up a lot but for for people that have not heard this before like when greg and i were at ign there every once in a while be something that just gets so many clicks so many views no matter what you did if you just put those words it would just work and mortal Kombat, anything netherrealm yeah. did was just bop 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 every yeah. character reveal for mortal Kombat would get millions of views and the second most popular video that day would get like Four hundred thousand, like yeah. it was insane, and, and, and that never stopped. Story modes for fighting games as well, because there's a lot of people who really like story, like the story told in fighting games, but aren't necessarily like want to play the fighting game, you know. Um, so uh, that's why uh, those did well as, as well. What you I'm looking at, this, Greg? I'm reading my review here for Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. <laughs> Well, like, I don't, what, I don't even know. I don't even know how to play fighting games. You know what I mean? I gave it a seven point five. Is that was I on the money or not, Chad? I don't even. know. Yeah, that that was. They were finding their footing back then for sure. Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe is a fun and a is is fun and a solid entry into the franchise. But I doubt many folks will find it entertaining past a rental. Casual players will punch through the storyline before burning out after getting stomped by one or two combo challenges. While Mortal Kombat fans will have trouble accepting the toned down fatalities and somewhat slower gameplay. In short, the game's fun, but its legs probably don't, won't carry it beyond the whole, wow, Batman's fighting Superman first impression. Yeah. Actually, pretty good. I fucking faked this pretty well. Okay. Yeah, yeah good for you. Fake it till you I, make it, Greg. I must have talked to somebody who actually knew fighting games, right? Because I, I definitely wouldn't. Well, I guess I probably played the Mortal Kombat. I mean, you know, I played Mortal Kombat on Genesis, and I'm not bringing that in here. I, oh, yeah, I see how slow that was right there. As Jax did that slow ass thing. Yeah. Man. God, what a, what a different time. Different time. Number six, uh, Riot's Project L is going to be free to play. This is uh, Giuseppe uh, Nelva over at Twinfinite. Uh, Today, Riot Games released a new video dedicated to the upcoming League of Legends 2D fighting game codenamed Project L. The video stars uh, director Tom Cannon as he provided an update following a familiar video, or similar video, last year. Uh, There's B-roll here, uh, Barrett, if you want to grab it. Uh, We hear the confirmation... We hear the confirmation that the game will be free to play, uh, which may indeed not be too surprising to fans of the other games by Riot. That being said, the developers promise to be respectful to the player's time and wallet in terms of monetization. Basically, their rule is that if they wouldn't like something as a fighting as fighting game veterans, they won't be implementing it. Uh, they also want everyone to be able to play regardless of the money they have spent on the game. This game looks mind-blowing, Greg. It okay, looks right so good 
And I, I really think that they are going to knock it out of the park with this one. I think the Riot's been building their their arsenal of different genres, different uh, different mediums uh, with the success of Arcane recently. Like, they are going to just keep this going. And uh, I just finished watching uh, a show, Players, on Paramount Plus that I'd recommend to everybody. It's a mockumentary series about um esports essentially and it follows a uh, league of legends team as they go through the lcs and just i've always known what they've accomplished with everything all the way up to worlds and all of that and how crazy esports is but specifically riot esports specifically the league side of things for them to be getting into the fighting game community with this is i think so exciting especially coming right off the last news story we just did talking about evo like riot can kind of take it to the next level because they have the infrastructure they already have the understanding of what it means to make esports a it's its own kind of brand again its own medium like arcane being a tv show league being a pc game all of that having esports be this kind of like destination twitch events like they they know what they're doing and they're really crushing it so i can't wait for this game especially because the free-to-play sounds like they're trying to make it even more accessible to to people that aren't um extremely into the the technical side of a street fighter or mortal Kombat, making it sure. play a little bit more similar to smash brothers if you want it to like that is such a brilliant brilliant call and we see even street fighter 6 adapting I- those ideas which again i think is great we will wait and see how that Playing one comes together down. slug sn- slug no snug slacks in the chat says i'll watch it once greg recommends it as you know i am a fighting game mm-hmm. reviewer uh, as yeah. approved by ign.com so i and will you just, be the you one just recommend great things like the bear exactly that's the thing dime a dozen reviews out there you know what i mean pete at the garage nick at the sandwich shop you can hear from a bunch of morons you know they don't know what the hell they don't know their elbow from their asshole right mm-hmm. they don't know if this is mm-hmm. good or bad i'll tell you the bear is good and you'll understand you'll believe it you'll go for it it's great uh tim i can't wait to see bear good my review huh bear down bear good bear good that's what pete said and you're all like oh listen to pete pete's a moron clearly all right let him put the carburetor in and get away from this man <laughs> uh, i'm excited to see if riot's project l comes together but the future is so far away. Tim, if I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops. Where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Out today. Civitatem on PC. Hot Lap League on Switch. Retreat to Eden on PC, then the gallery on PC and Xbox One. Uh, if that wasn't enough, ladies and gentlemen, too bad. That's all I came out today. Slow day, slow day for a hot league. lap league, Greg. Hot, said. hot, hot lap, lap league, league. Yeah, what, lap what, league. Would you, what would you think that is? I bet it's uh, slot cars you're racing around. It's something like that. Yeah, I just looked at it and it surprised me. I don't know, like hot the word hot and lap next to each other. You don't like a hot like, lap, do you? No, I don't dirty boy uh also there's no new dates for you apparently nobody announced any new dates a lot of that usual bullshit like our game's coming in 2023 what was that game that was emailed to you greg what about that game (laughs) you know i don't want to get banned on twitch i don't want to get banned you want to see you want to go watch a little pixel art game ladies and gentlemen you can go to twitter.com slash game over greggy you watch go okay yeah action platformers some pixel art side scrolling and then at 34 seconds this thing just fucking goes now let's get pornographic and I was like, okay, 
Okay. I don't, I don't even want to show the whole thing, so I'm just going to No, do you do not you do not want to do that. And here's what I'll do for you, ladies. Like, you it might hasn't watch been it. taken down off of Twitter, honestly. You might watch it and be like, "Whoa, I wasn't expecting that stuff." What I encourage you to do is freeze frame it. Is to pause and read the captions on some of the pictures cuz here's one. And again, this is a pixel art game. Uh, you are running around shooting stuff. It's uh, Sophia and the Ancient Clan, all right? Here's one of the, the – there's these Polaroids, basically, right? And then they have uh, uh, captions on them. Here's one, and I won't even tell you what this this witch is doing. As she, well, I will, actually. This witch is, like, bent over a gravestone. And she says, come on, baby. Do you like that? So, tell me. If I help you activate the altars, <laughs> you, you ghosts will all be set free? <laughs> Please <laughs> tell me the truth. Come on, baby. Sort of following me. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's like. There's other ones. There are a lot of other. There are other ones there for you to click on and, and look at. But that's what I get in my email box every day, and then I pass it mm -hmm. on to you. Uh, deals of the day. I want to pass on to you as well. This one comes from Wario sixty four. Ukulele in the impossible layer on Steam is only one dollar on Fanatical right now. So if you have not played that and want to get into that. Go to Fanatical, give them $1, and you will be all set. Tim, mm -hmm. we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, podcast services around the globe. Uh, we only got one here. It's Nanobiologist, and he is expanding, expounding, as Jared Petty would say, on uh, this Founders Pass business for Dr. Disrespect. Founder Founders Pass for Dr. Disrespect's game com comes with an NFT. And you need to apply to get a Founders Pass. Based on the following, how long the applicant has been a member of the Midnight Society website, how active the user has been in the community, activity as a gamer, content creator, or developer, insight into how the variants should play into the game. So there's just more information. I don't think we had anything wrong there. He's just expounding on what the stupid Founders Pass is. And maybe it's not stupid, but it kind of sounds stupid. But I don't know, maybe I'm just being me. Maybe I'm jaded, who knows? Uh, Tim, as you know, it is Monday. It mm -hmm. is a brand new month. Of course, new platinum item, patreon.com slash games. Uh, but that means new host for the week. Uh, Tuesday, it's going to be me and Blessing. Wednesday, it's going to be Blessing and me. Thursday, it's going to be Blessing and Tim. Friday, Tim and Blessing. The trifecta host, me, Blessing, and Tim out here making it happen, capping. Uh, right now, we're going to end this show. Tim and I are going to record an amazing post show about the mm -hmm. top 10 wrestling games for a shit list. One of my favorite segments for the end of a kind of funny games daily. Rare for uh, you. Able... It's exciting. I'm excited to do one with you. It's me usually too. me and bless. So I know. Yeah. Well, remember then I found out you guys were doing them. And I started kind of elbowing my way in there when I Good. could. Good. Uh, but you can get that on patreon.com slash kind of funny games later, where of course you could support us. You could write in and be part of the show. You could be a producer. You get the show ad free. If you are watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games right now for free, or maybe you're giving us that Amazon prime subscription. So you don't have to watch ads. Guess what? Up next, Mike Howard. He's a little man. He's a little man. He's from a little town called Lake Tahoe. He's going to come in. He's going to play a little game called Fall Guys for your pleasure. I hope he uses the WWE skins. Maybe I pop in for a few rounds and try out the Xavier Whoa. Woods. Skin. All right? Maybe I, I I just, yeah, now they're finally listening to me. They're, they're finally it. making good cosmetics. Maybe I come mm -hmm. in and play a round or two. With mm -hmm. Also, uh, we're, me and me and Barrett are going to be doing. Uh, 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 if you're not, if you're not live with us right now, you what? can catch Mike playing Fall Guys on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Plays later. Yes, Tim, what are you doing? Uh, me and Barrett will be doing a reaction to the Star Wars Andor trailer that just Woo. dropped this morning. So you can check that out. YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny. A lot That's of cool the one stuff where General going on. Grievous does stuff, right? Yeah, he's all like, "Oh, I'm a gravy." Yeah. 
Yeah. Feeling gravy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. I forgot that general grievous catchphrase. I'm feeling gravy. <laughs> feeling feeling gravy. gravy. <laughs> Glad gravy is just something that's you know across every known galaxy. That anyway, yeah. Miles, I gravy guess. money, baby. YouTube.com slash kind of funny place if you want to watch Mike later. YouTube.com slash kind of funny if you want to catch those reactions later. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games for all the games coverage we do here each and every weekday because this is kind of funny games daily. Each and every weekday, there's a brand new episode running you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, please, please, please support us on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. It keeps the lights and the mics on. If you have no books tossed away, no big deal. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, podcast services around the globe. Like, subscribe share leave a review do all that stuff use the epic creator code kind of funny when you're making a purchase on the old epic game store in Fortnite or over there when you're playing rocket league for now we got a post show to do so Mm -hmm. until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you